Nobody asked for this conversation to continue between Aaron Wong and Brandon Hutchins. Nobody asked for them to challenge each other to cover songs and make fools of themselves. Nobody asked for them to get so much wrong about music. But here we are, so I will correct them. Nobody asked for Aaron to use the wrong microphone, and sounds like he's calling in from a cell phone. But they'll fix that issue soon. But yeah, let's do uh, let's do name taken. So we're gonna do like a a theme of old bands we used to listen to, and and why they rock so hard. You mentioned we should listen to Name Taken, which is hilarious because I was just listening to them like two days ago. Yeah, why? What made you want? What made you go back? Well, I think either you or I mentioned it on the previous time we recorded. And so I was looking for a song to insert, and I was just like, "Oh, this is so good! I should listen to more." <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, I do mention that when we talk about like that hidden gem that only yeah, you know about. We exactly. Talk about name taken. Exactly. Dizzy Sunfist is just like a great artist, just like this diamond in the rough that I found that I feel like I want to I want to just shout from the mountaintops mm-hmm. and tell everyone about them because nobody knows about them. Like it's it's very much the same feeling as when the first time we listened to Name Taken. Yeah, I found a track for that, and I was just like, oh, man, this is so good. I've, I love Name Taken so much. Why did I ever stop listening to Name Taken? Because they stopped making music. You can only listen to yeah. that album so long, you know? Yeah. And other bands are also making good music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And then I got totally subsumed with the podcast. Yeah. I, okay, so, yeah. so I think we should take it from the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. I like the way you said that. Well, the beginning of Name Taken, not necessarily the beginning of like human history or the universe or anything. Oh, okay. Not that far back. Okay. I'll just yeah. do Name Taken. Then. Why don't we start with, so the way I remember being introduced to Name Taken was I was over at your house and it was just another normal weekend where we would just fucking play video games and listen to music. Yep. I remember specifically I was playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. <laughs> I remember specifically. And I was listening to Mess. Destination Unknown album. That sounds familiar. Yep. And we were at, and you were in your garage. This was before you had the house that had the basement. Right. Yeah. So this is the duplex. Yeah. Yeah. You were in your garage. Yep. And in your garage, there were computers and shit set up. Yep. And this was back in the days of Napster and Kazaa. Yeah. And we were using peer to peer uh, file sharing. Right. We were using Audio Galaxy. Audio Galaxy, which was like the hipster fucking choice for peer to peer file sharing. God, we were so hipster in Portland even fucking back then, right? Yep. And um, all I remember, all I, I don't remember how I got into the garage, but I definitely was in the garage and you showed me the safety of routine. No, 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 no. You remember it wrong. Okay, that's fine and probably true. <laughs> you found it. You saw it. I found it? No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, uh, I, was, I was, I think, manning the computer and, and, and searching for stuff, you know, searching for punk and, and pop punk and, and everything else. Um, and I just scrolled to the bottom of the page, and at the bottom of every Audio Galaxy page is um, like a forum section. Just, just oh, like, forums. Yeah, that's right. It was just like posts from random people, and one of you, one of the headlines caught your eye, and was um, like "Name Taken as the best band ever" or something like that. And you're like, "Hey, hey, hey, we should check that out." And uh, so we clicked on it, and we. Oh so my yeah, God, we dude, listened. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> oh, I I definitely remember that part because I remember that you saw it, and I was like, okay, well, sure, let's check it out. And uh, and then yeah, and then we listened to Safety of Routine. Won't face this day, and I won't care now. The sunrise promises nothing new. And holy shit, blew our fucking minds, dude. Totally did. And what's the what's 
the just the icing on the cake of how much it blew our minds is that we totally misheard the lyrics. Yeah, one million percent. <laughs> and it was awesome both ways. Yeah. Well, because so at this point in Name Taken's career, they had released the stupid Chad EP, which I think is only three songs, and like they distributed themselves, and like yep. maybe six copies exist. <laughs> right. But then the Silent Game EP released November thirteenth. 2001 on Top Notch Records. Was what we heard, which is what right. Safety Routine was off of. Right. And then um, a little bit later, it, I think how most people probably found out about them at that point in time was they were on a Vans Warped Tour compilation. Right. Yes. The Vans Warped Tour 2002 tour compilation album was released on July 25th, 2002. And I'm pr- I have no way of backing this up or proving this but i'm pretty sure we found out about them before they got on that we did we did right because we were like holy shit name taken yes when we got to because those those compilation albums used to be great resources on how to find new bands name taken has appeared on many compilation albums in just a few short years highlights include the popular atticus dragging the lake one and three the van's warp tour 2002 and 2005 compilations a compilation to benefit children's hospitals, and another to help beat cancer, as well as a team-up with drive Through Records and PeerVolume.com that I can't believe Aaron didn't mention. Also, they perform a wonderful cover of Want, originally by the incomparable Jawbreaker on the compilation Bad Scene, Everyone's Fault, a Jawbreaker tribute. Right? The, yes. the sampler CD was... Actually, how I got into drive through records in the first place. I bought a pair of Vans shoes at a Zoomies in fucking Beaverton. Because <laughs> Beaverton had a hot topic and Tiger didn't yet. You're right to laugh, right? Uh-huh. And, and I remember going. And when I bought my shoes, it came with, it came with a sampler CD. The Afterstool special was a promotional compilation between drive through records and its parent label, MCA Records. Mm-hmm. And it had all these. It was it was all drive through bands. It had Starting Line. It had Newfound Glory, RX Bandits. Drive through bands included Newfound Glory, Phoenix TX, Midtown, The Starting Line, Alistair, RX Bandits, Finch, and The Benjamins. All these fucking bands. I also think it had like H two O and a bunch of other bands that weren't signed. But yeah, non drive through bands included H two O, Endure, Sunny Ledford, Puya, and Darwin's Waiting Room. And that, I mean, that's how I got into Drive Through Records was this random CD from a fucking oh, pair of shoes, you know. And like, so compilation to I digress. Uh, compilations were a very, very good way yeah. for you to, and the Tony Hawk soundtracks, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I found, I found so, I was so heartbroken the first time I played a Tony Hawk game, and I knew every single artist on it. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, what am I even playing this for?" <laughs> what, what which version was that? I think that was American Wasteland. Ah, uh, yes. Was the was the and they had yes, they had partnered agreed. with uh, Epitaph Records, I think, mm. to release that game. Mm. There's no evidence to support the idea that Tony Hawk American Wasteland had any affiliation with Epitaph Records. The game famously released an album of modern bands covering classic punk songs, but that release was through Vagrant Records. Anyway, so yeah, the name the the Silent Game EP was released. I didn't have physical copies of any of it. I was a kid with no money right. who it was still scary to buy things online at this point. Like you didn't want to give <laughs> yeah. your credit was, card out to people. I was just talking to to Sarah about that, about how like how, how much uh, like we just have packages that show up at our door like every yeah. other day 
and thinking about like how like 10, 12 years ago, it was scary to buy things online. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it used to be weird to give your information to a third party, <laughs> right? If you were ordering something on the phone and they asked for your routing number and everything, you have to be really suspicious. Mm-hmm. But now... PayPal runs our whole life. Like we we absolutely entrust everything to that third party right. to secure everything for us. Yep. It's nuts. Yep. There's no direct to consumer anymore. Everything's handled through somebody else, you know? Hmm. So there was no way I could buy that album at the time, but we downloaded just everything we could get our hands on. Every fucking mislabeled MP3. Yep. Where, you know, in those days you would download <laughs> Rufio's cover of Like a Prayer, but it was actually H2O's cover of Like a Prayer. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I guess this is... And every single cover, every single punk cover was labeled as Newfound Glory. Every fucking single song. No, no. Either Newfound Glory or Weird Al. Or Weird Al, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I guess every cover, yeah, every cover was Newfound Glory. Every parody was Weird Al. Totally. Even though it wasn't. <laughs> totally not the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those, those were the kind of days we were facing. That, that's what life was like back then. So yeah, we downloaded, we downloaded everything we could find. We dedicated yep. the, our entire bandwidth to that mm-hmm. band. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just to get an idea of how, how dedicated we were to this band. Brendan was pretty quiet in high school. <laughs> and for his senior quote, his senior quote literally reads, well, I, I don't know that I can do it word for word. Actually, I, I do have my yearbook. I could dig it out and do it. But it it says li- uh, listen to Name Taken. They're a, a pop punk emo band from Southern California. Yeah. But I guess your handwriting was too bad, or they didn't give a shit, or something. <laughs> but there's a typo in his senior quote. Yeah. So it says listen to Mame Taken, or it looks like Mame Taken, or because it's Mame, it's like it looks like listen to Mame Taken. <laughs> the exact quote is listen to Mame Taken. They're an emo punk band out of SoCal. And a link to a photo will be in the show notes and is a chapter artwork for this part of the podcast if your podcast app supports that. Yeah. And I was like, Brendan never wanted to say anything to any like he never wanted to take a stand or believe in anything his entire high school career. And the one time he sticks his neck out and makes a definitive statement, they fucking spell it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a pretty good summation of my uh, high school career. It's so funny. Oh. But that band was everything. And I remember being in high school, learning that this band played in a magical place called Simi Valley, California, Mm -hmm. where all these fucking awesome up-and-coming bands were. Uh, Do you remember Best Interest? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so like... Bands like Name Taken and and uh, name, bands like Name Taken and Best Interest and like all these cats were uh, there and, and were all performing in this hotbed of music mm-hmm. called Simi Valley, California. And I always remember after I dropped out of college and moved to Santa Clarita with one of my buddies, I was near Simi Valley, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! We're in a fucking new mecca of music. I have to go there. I have to see a show there." And I went. And it's a shithole. Oh, is it? <laughs> the valley is gross, dude. Mm. Yeah, it's just, it's a dust town. Mm. There's nothing there. N- nothing to do but make music. But like, it's so funny. It's so funny, you know, living in Los Angeles now and knowing about that place and like, oh, dude, you don't want to go to the valley. Nobody wants to go to the valley. But like, when I was, you know, all starry eyed and bushy tailed in high school, 
you know, Simi Valley was this magical hotbed, much like, you know, Orange County for ska and, you know, Chicago for pop punk and stuff like that. Like, I felt like it was just this, going to be this, this institution of, of our genre, you know? Right. And it just ended up being nothing. <laughs> so, so yeah, so the early days were definitely spent in your garage, mm-hmm. finding that music mm-hmm. and, and man, we just... We swallowed it whole. We unhinged our jaws and we just <laughs> yeah. We just bit off as much as we could possibly take. And this was really the first experience of a band that like I felt like we discovered before anybody else yep. did. Absolutely. Right? A lot of times the bands that we listened to were on an indie label. Like you would be you would be excited when your band that was on Fearless mm-hmm. or Fueled by Ramen mm-hmm. would jump to a major label like, like Capital Epitaph. or something yeah. like that. Yep. And you always rooted for those bands, but I could never quite crack the barrier of where the indie labels found their bands. Right. And Name Taken was the very first band to do that. So uh, I think one of their first official releases uh, was that split with Bayside. The Bayside Name Taken split was released in 2003 on Dying Wish Records. Bayside, we knew nothing about and was very different than what they are now. Yeah. Just like Vinny, even down to Vinny's voice, just the way he sings is different. Right? Is his name Vinny? I'm sorry, not Vinny. Uh, Anthony. That sounds right. I always get get Vinny Carana and Anthony Ranieri mixed up in my brain because they released a split together. Yeah. Um, An acoustic key together. Cold Um, and blue and lifeless? Man. Cold and blue and lifeless. How did I ever fall for you? Yeah, dude. <laughs> and they were like all they were like evoking the strokes and all of that. Yeah. All of that garage rock. Yeah. But there was still an edge to them. Yep. And like the, the garage rock definitely, you know, the indie band definitely mm-hmm. had its time, but like mm-hmm. Bayside's lyrics were so emo. Yep. That it it, it was it it almost clashed. And it made them really unique and really cool. And yeah. I remember, I remember like, okay, well, we'll 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 see where this Bayside band goes. Probably nowhere. But Name Taken is clearly on the upshot, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember definitely. thinking that? Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> and then and we got that wrong. <laughs> and we totally got that wrong. Um, but least. then I believe Bayside was signed first out of those two bands. Bayside yeah. was signed yep. to Victory. Yep. Um, and then Name Taken got signed to Fiddler. And Name Taken released, just, fuck, dude, just a fucking incredible album. So good. so good i don't it was i mean we'd been waiting how we'd been waiting for so long right three years yeah we've been waiting for so long and we found hold on came out and man it was just everything we wanted yeah um we found the silent game like just after it came out like yeah totally like almost you know just as it came out which was in 2001 and oh, yeah, I'm pretty on. sure that's how we found it was it had just been released so it was right. a recent thing on audio galaxy right right um, yeah, and then Hold On came out in 2004. It was a long three years. It was. Oh my gosh. But so good. 
dude. I remember um, there was only one other person in high school that, that I knew that knew Name Taken that wasn't from me telling them about them. Because uh, anybody that I told about Name Taken didn't get a shit. <laughs> and I, I, it, they were like a senior when we were sophomores, I think. Um, and so I, I saw him. Was this your neighbor, Gabe? No, no, no. Oh my God, no. Gabe was a member in Brendan's band in high school, ending story. He was the guy screaming. <laughs> oh man, Gabe. <laughs> no, I don't even remember his name. He just uh, he just happened to work at a bank at, at Wells Fargo, uh, not uh, Washington Mutual, and I, I went and his, he was my teller, and I was like, oh shit, I you know, did you know that Name Taken just came out with a new album? And he's like, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and, and we were I had no idea it. you ever had this interaction. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever told anybody because it was not important. <laughs> so now I'm sharing out <laughs> on a podcast with the world. <laughs> um, and but yeah, he asked me to describe it, and I'll, I'll, the only word I could think of was epic. Yeah, is it just like every every note and every chord and strum and every part of it, every every note that he's saying just felt like it was dripping with emotion in a way that I hadn't heard from any other band in the scene. Yeah, I mean I was I was so craving mm-hmm. that produced sound from them because everything yeah. else had been self-produced. Yeah. That's the split was like I remember the first time you hear the split and you're like, holy shit, this sounds so clean. Yes. You know? Yep. And uh but then but then you know hold on totally blew that out of the water. Yeah. The first time you hear uh, the opening track and you hear the how clean the guitars are and then the distortion kicks in You're like, holy shit, I'm going everywhere. I remember listening to the demos that had leaked. Yes. To like, uh, It Sounds Prettier in Spanish, yep. which I thought was a great name for a song. And it was like, there's no way that that will be the actual title of the right. song. And then it made the album. Yep. And I was just like, I. And hold on. Every, every day was a fucking eternity until this album came out. Yep. Do you still have those demos? I. No, I don't. Uh, I wish either. I did. Uh, yeah. I, I lost them in a hard drive failure somewhere. Yeah. I've, I've, that was three or four hard drives ago. Yeah, exactly. That sucks. I don't know. If you scoured maybe YouTube or something, you might be able to find them. Maybe. There's some obscure stuff out there, man. Do you remember right before the album came out, they announced that their drummer was leaving the band? Yeah. Was that now? Was that right before the album came out, or was that right before they announced they were going in the studio to record? It was after the stu- after the album was recorded because Danny, their last drummer, never re- was recorded on an album or any of their music. He, he was just a touring drummer. Oh, okay. Really nice guy. Never recorded. Wait, have you ever seen Name Taken live? I have seen Name Taken live at least thrice. How did you do that? <laughs> they came up to Oregon. Did they really? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I saw them. I think I saw them three out of four times. They came. That's up. awesome. Oh man, yeah, I've only so seen never... them once. Oh, you, you've seen them once. Okay. What, what did was you see? They broke up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you saw right? them. And then they show. played. A re- they played like a ten-year reunion or something like that for like oh, Silent nice. Game or some shit like that. Yeah. And it was at the Chain Reaction in Anaheim. Nice. And I was like, and originally it was only one night, and it sold out, and I was devastated. 
mm-hmm. right? But then they added a second night, mm-hmm. and I got to go, and I was like, nice. oh my fucking god. Oh, so Thank good, right? They're awesome. They are amazing live. One of my favorite so bands live. Fun. I love, I love how Chad plays bass. Like, I love yes. how he, like, dances in place. Yes. And only, like, one leg sort of lifts up. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh, man, I fucking... God, it was such a great show. Absolutely. Hold on. The full title of the song is Hold On For Your Dearest Life. It was one of the f- best songs they played live because, like, they, they would just be playing their music and everybody in the audience would scream. Hold on for your dearest life. Yeah. Yeah. The whole crowd, it was so fucking good in them live. So, yeah, I saw them three times. And what was really cool is that they, they like, recognized me as their one of their biggest Oregon fans. What? I, I think on the second time, but the, definitely on the third time that I saw them. And it was it was pretty fucking cool. Like, so one of the times that I, I went and saw them, I can't remember if this was the second or the third time I saw them. This is a fucking crazy story. So, <laughs> I, I was in the ending story. Oh, yeah. What was the? I'd record. We had recorded our EP for Ending Story. It was just shit. But I wanted to, because I always hear about you know like you you pass your your demo off to somebody else who's on a record and it gets it goes somewhere and then you magically get picked up. So I'm like, okay, yeah, these guys are awesome. They know who I am. I'm gonna give them my EP and I'm gonna make a name for myself. So take your name. <laughs> yeah. So I I I, I um. I, I plan on going. I'm, I'm bringing my my girlfriend at the time. I think it was Rebecca. We had a fight. Of course. I think that she didn't want to. She didn't want to bother going or something like that. I don't know. And so I was late to the concert. So name taking was already playing when I was walking in the door. So I was kind of pissed about that. But I was immediately singing at the top of my lungs as I'm like walking in. Oh yeah. And, and they they see me and they like look at me and, and notice me because like nobody else was there that, that was singing because everybody else was there for Gatsby's American Dream because they were just hitting it big right now it was right before Volcano came out and um, them and Bear vs. Shark were the headliners and uh, they were much bigger than Nate Taken was and so like I, I think I was the only person singing oh, and so they like they, they, they all looked at me and I was like it almost shut me up but then I just like got you know, I was just going into it further yeah. anyways after, so after the show I go up to them I was like fucking this is an awesome set great job guys i have the cd you know like listen to it or throw it away whatever and uh so we hung out for a little bit and i went back inside i I was waiting for the next show to start and then i go back out to them i was like uh i have a confession uh i kind of stole your riff (laughs) i fucking knew it i knew you were gonna tell them about that and i'm like i i I, 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 I totally forgot until I walked away. <laughs> so now you already have it. But um, <laughs> I stole the riff from Magnolia. I don't do it as well as you, but it was really fun. So thanks for the inspiration. <laughs> and I'm really embarrassed. So I'm going to go back inside now. And, uh, and they're like, oh, no, it's all good. It's just music. Cool. <laughs> and um, That's amazing. <laughs> that, was so, that was so funny. And then Bear vs. Shark comes on next. 
and they were too hard for me. They were they were kind of screaming and yeah, I've never really been able to it. get into them. And so I was like, ah, you know, and then I was still having a fight with uh, I think it was Rebecca, and so I was leaving. Or we decided to leave, and um, which is kind of a which a, a gigantic bummer because I didn't know Gatsby's American Dream that well yet. And mm-hmm. I thought that they were also kind of screamy, like Bear versus Shark. So the only Gatsby's American Dream concert I go to, I don't see them. Mm, that's and crazy. they later become my favorite band for years because because like they they took Name Taken's place as my favorite band because they were active. And it's just uh, every time I go and think about that concert, it's like so many things happened at that concert. I was just like, ah, that's insane. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know all that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. They're they're so good. They were, man. I wonder what happened. Just private citizens now. Yeah, I know. I know. The name taken band members do not have a prominent online life, flaunting their mid two thousands fame. There is a Facebook fan page that isn't completely inactive. And Blake Means, one of the guitarists, has posted his free EP and links to his SoundCloud page will be in the show notes. Blake posted on their Facebook page back in 2015 uh, about his new uh, like side project, but it otherwise it's totally inactive. Hmm. And so uh, I wanted to like reach out to them, say like, "Hey, we still remember you and love you." And but yeah, that's name taken. <laughs> Did you have other things to say about them? Oh, there is one more thing. So one more little bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. So name taken is mm-hmm. not the band's original name. No. Is this your piece of trivia? It is. Dear God. <laughs> Why do we have <laughs> like the, same the same idea person. all the time? I know. <laughs> um, so Name Taken is not the band's original name. The, the band's original name is All That's Left. Mm-hmm. And they found out that that band was already named was already a band. So they changed their name to Name Taken. But I will say, All That's Left, I don't think anything really happened with them. I remember they yeah. had like a three-song EP out yeah. back in the day. Uh, but... I still think that All Time Left's cover of The Sign by Ace of Base is one of my favorite covers of all time. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. One. It was so fun, and I'd never heard, I'd never heard a song taken in that direction and, and done that way before. And yeah. man, it, it, it left me with such a great impression. Yeah, yeah, and then expanding on the name taken being taken. The, yeah, the name taken kind of trope there is that from their album Hold On, they have a song Panic. Oh yeah, with the lyrics. Panic at the disco. Sat back, took it so slow. Are you? Nervous, are you shaken? Yeah, um, which is where Panic at the Disco, the uh, Grammy winning, uh, I don't know, large, large amount of album sales <laughs> band. <laughs> is that has he won a bands? Grammy? I didn't, has Panic, is Panic a Grammy winning artist? Well, Holy shit. I don't, probably not now that I've said that. Brendan Urry has not won any Grammys yet, but Panic at the Disco has been nominated twice. The album Death of a Bachelor was nominated in 2017 for Best Rock Album, and Pretty Odd was nominated in 2009 for 
best boxed or special edition package. As of 2016, Panic at the Disco has a combined album sales close to 2 million records sold across five albums. Death of a Bachelor debuted at number one on the Billboard Top 200, selling 190,000 copies in its first week. Something else to note, Panic's third album, Vices and Virtues, was co-produced by none other than John Feldman. What do I know about Panic at the Disco? I believe they're from Las Vegas. Okay. They were signed to a major label without having without ever having an independent release. Oh, nice. Panic of the Disco was signed to Decadence Records uh, before releasing their first album. Decadence Records, now Disu D2 Records, is a Fueled by Ramen label imprint owned by Pete Wentz. Technically, the band was not signed to a major label before having an independent release. What Aaron may be confusing is the story of the band being offered a recording contract before ever having performed a live show. I couldn't ever get into them because of all the comparisons with Fallout Boy. Yes. And how they, all, they they sounded so similar that it was like Have you uh, heard anything lately that they've done within the, the past two or three albums? Nope. Have you? It's fucking incredible. Is it really? R- really, really, really. Uh I'll I'll send you I'll send you some I'll, I'll send you at least one song that I think you'll really, really like. Oh cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, that Because out. he's he's a full blown pop act now. And he's his voice is fucking incredible. Nice. And he really gets to showcase it on some of the later stuff. But you're right. He, they they were just a they were a plain copy of Fallout Boy at the time. Mm-hmm. A Fever You Can't Sweat Out was just like very clearly. And then pretty odd, their next album, uh, it's like they just went to a cave and listened to the Beatles <laughs> for like a hundred years and came out like, I, I, I we can do both. You know that doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> you remember Nine in the Afternoon? No. It was on Rock Band, too. Uh, I think we probably played around it. Cause <laughs> well, okay. Sarah and I only played songs that she could sing. So. Ah, yeah. All right. I forgot about the Panic at the Disco uh, tidbit. Tie-in. Yeah. yeah. That was good. That was fun. Yeah. I think that'll be a good segment. I like that. Yeah. I think we I think we could do that every session actually because again that list of remember this band is is pretty long. Yes, it is. I like that too. Thanks for listening. Nobody asked for this is on the Podcast Advocate Network. Explore podcastadvocate.network for the other shows in the family. Search hashtag two pods a day for more indie podcasts. Aaron's in the band downtown at downtownisaband.com. I make podcast playlist. David Callison is the sound in the story. Reach us at NAFTPod. This show is hosted on the glorious Podium.co podcasting platform. We will talk to each other next time about what we've been listening to and other cool music podcasts. drive through bands include Newfound Glory, Phoenix TX, Midtown, Go Midtown, The Starting Line, Alistair, RX Bandits, Finch, and The Benjamins. And I think something corporate. And hello, goodbye, I think. Someone correct my correction. You can cut that out if you want to. I have to say this. <laughs> Kids these days have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I feel much better. Um, I, I thought you hate sneezes. <laughs> uh, I like how I feel afterwards. Yeah, I love I hate sneezes. sneezing. Yeah. I just hate losing control of my body. <laughs> I'm not in charge anymore. <laughs> 
Non-drive-through bands included H2O, Endure, Sonny Lidford, Puya, and Darwin. <laughs> Sorry, those are ridiculous band names. <clears throat> Not... <laughs> Fucking... Darwin's Waiting Room? That's a real band name. That's terrible. Uh, 